A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. On another occasion, Jesus began to teach by the sea. A very large crowd gathered around him so that he got into a boat on the sea and sat down. And the whole crowd was beside the sea on land. And he taught them at length in parables. And in the course of his instruction, he said to them, Hear this, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell on the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Other seed fell on rocky ground where it had little soil. It sprang up at once because the soil was not deep. And when the sun rose, it was scorched and it withered for lack of roots. Some seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it produced no grain. And some seed fell on rich soil and produced fruit. It came up and grew and yielded thirty, sixty, and a hundredfold. He added, Whoever has ears to hear ought to hear. And when he was alone, those present along with the twelve questioned him about the parables. He answered them, The mystery of the kingdom of God has been granted to you, but to those outside everything comes in parables, so that they may look and see but not perceive, and hear and listen but not understand, in order that they may not be converted and be forgiven. Jesus said to them, Do you not understand this parable? Then how will you understand any of the parables? The sower sows the word. These are the ones on the path where the word is sown. As soon as they hear, Satan comes at once and takes away the word sown in them. And these are the ones sown on rocky ground, who, when they hear the word, receive it at once with joy. But they have no roots. They last only for a time. Then when tribulation or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. Those sown among thorns are another sort. They are the people who hear the word, but worldly anxiety, the lure of riches, and the craving for other things intrude and choke the word, and it bears no fruit. But those sown on rich soil are the ones who hear the word and accept it, and bear fruit thirty, and sixty, and a hundredfold. The Gospel of the Lord. So typically this time of year is a time in the church that we call to mind the most vulnerable among us, the unborn. Usually about around this time of year we have the March for Life. Obviously that's going to look different in Washington, D.C. this year. And tomorrow Archbishop Nauman is going to lead the National Prayer Vigil for Life. And yet while these vulnerable persons are certainly of some of the utmost importance, and so don't get me wrong there, we must not neglect secondarily, I think, the other vulnerable that sometimes we can forget about. And that's the parents. Because the reality is the parents of the unborn children, particularly those that are unwed, those that are having a difficult pregnancy, those where abnormalities might be found in the child, are very vulnerable and sorely under attack. Now our first reading tells us that the law of God is written into our hearts. And so we know that the soil of the heart can 
be created and made ready to be fruitful, to be holy, as we hear about in our gospel. But like each one of us, those souls have a threefold danger. Satan, the flesh, and the world. The danger of Satan is that path, or the the soil that is on the path, where Satan snatches it right up. They don't even give a second thought. They don't even pause to consider any moral judgment. The flesh is that rocky ground where the difficulty of the road and the path ahead causes one to cave in and give in to that difficulty. The world is where the anxiety is, right? All of the plans that we might have had, money concerns, they suffocate life. So these souls, too, desperately need our love and prayers. St. Angela Merici, our saint today, she saw the vulnerability of women in her time because in her time, she noticed that the young women that did not marry or enter the religious life were often found destitute, forced into prostitution, or to beg for a living. And so she made it her life's goal to help them. And so we too need to have, I think, eyes like hers. Because like the dignity of the unborn, this too is unacceptable. It's our duty, our responsibility to lift them up as well. Both the physically vulnerable in the unborn, but also the spiritually vulnerable of those parents, which includes the mercy of those who are seeking reconciliation, because we also hear in our first reading that God indeed wipes away the sins of all those with a contrite heart, and he remembers them not. So we are God's disciples, and it's with a love of God and an eagerness to save souls that we must fulfill our duty to love support, pray for all of God's children.